the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to another broadcast of Come Together San Diego. I have a dear friend, Christine Vallis, uh, on with me, and she is the um, the author, I guess you could call her author, of a book called uh, His Appointed Times, and it, deal- <laughs> it deals with the feasts and the festivals, and, uh, you know, that's a, a sweet spot for me as well. And she's also a worship leader, a songwriter, and we're going to be dealing not only with her wisdom about the uh, Hebrew months and the calendar, but we're also going to delve into her uh, worshipful guitar playing, singing side. Christine Vallis, how are you? I am doing awesome, Kaz. Thank you so much for having me. Always yes. a pleasure. Always it's it's indeed. I think we've uh, done uh, an abbreviated version of this one time before, but we've got the entire two hours mm-hmm. uh, of the broadcast, uh, less a few commercial breaks here and there. So why don't you spend uh, just a brief amount of time giving, let's pretend we're in the elevator and we've got, we're on the, mm-hmm. you know, we're on the third floor going down. Let's say you've got to give that three, three floor elevator speech about the who, why, <laughs> what an when about uh, Christine Vallis, and then we'll dive into some of the things you explained during this elevator travel. Christine. Oh, fun. I love that. Okay. So if I bumped into you on the elevator, I would talk to you. <laughs> yes. And, um, and yeah, so um, you know what? The Lord just started um, revealing to me about his prophetic calendar probably about seven years ago, I would really? say. You have, you have I, the, yeah. the depth far more of, of being a seven-year-old. right 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 um so anyway so i didn't even know god had a calendar you know but i i I was familiar with passover and you know some of the feasts of the lord but other than that i really didn't know about that every month you know has prophetic significance and and just so much uh encouragement so i just began uh studying and then following my life according to his timepiece, and I was just blown away how the Lord um, um, is a good shepherd more than we know, you know, and um, really has specific things to show us and lead us and guide us and encourage us in month by month, year by year, and it's just, um, he's a never-ending treasure, you know, so so, um, the calendar is just another piece of his creation that um, he wants to use to draw us in relationship with himself. And so I'm just excited that I, I get to help people uncover it, unpack it in real time. So um, so that's yeah. um, that's what he's called me to do lately. But yeah. one, one of the mm-hmm. things I, I, I enjoy listening to you and watching you teach this because, you, you know, you, you're animated. Let's just say that. That's a, that's a compliment, by the way. And okay. uh, you're, you. you're a talented artist. 
but you're also not only a talented um, uh, writer of books like the his appointed times book calendar you're also a songwriter as well so in this two hour period of time we're going to delve into your writing ability you know and you know there's a scripture in the back end of the book of the gospel of john that talks about if it were possible um uh that there's more books that will be written that could then that could, that are written now because of uh of uh what God has done through his son Jesus and the books should be unending and as I look at you I say you're a good example of unending authorship so uh, <laughs> so so t- just a little bit about your writing uh, mm-hmm. that jumps mm-hmm. from uh, you know the journal stuff in, into music uh, what does that look like sound like yeah well you know what you know as a little girl I always um loved music. I, I love to make up songs, sit at the piano and do stuff like that. But I, I thought everybody did that, you know, and then um, growing up and stuff, I, I didn't really think that you could do that, you know, um, I would say for a living, but you'd have to get a, you know, a job in, in, in business or do something. So um, not that my parents didn't encourage me in that they did encourage me in music and stuff like that. But I probably didn't. I thought, well, what am I going to do with that? But then once I hooked up with the Lord, you know, uh, and really began um, partnering with God, um, then I realized I had this gift of songwriting that I never really used. And so um, being around other Christians that were writing songs and in worship, I thought, wait a minute, I have a guitar. I, I used to write songs when I was, you know, seven years old, you know, so Lord, you know, this could be fun. So so <laughs> a lot of the gifts that we have when we're little, sometimes we, we think, oh, no big deal. But that was a gift that I had that God really resurrected in my life. And um, so I just began writing songs for him and the next thing you know, leading worship. But I would have never in a million years ever would have put me up on a stage or anything mm. leading worship because... I would have been too shy to do something like that, but God gives you boldness. And um, then I think he translated um, the writing songwriting into even writing um, articles and encouragements in the book, because I didn't really consider myself an author per se, but the Lord is like, yeah, you are a writer. You are a writer. You are. Oh, okay. So, and it's all to be dependent upon him because what he asks us to do is always bigger than what we're capable of. Exactly. So it really um, just makes, uh, you know, we partner with him. His yoke is easy, his burden is light, and he gets all the glory. And we, you know, grow in him and trust and everything. So, yeah, so whether it's a psalm or a book or everything, my heart has always been to just point people to Jesus Yes. in, in whatever way through music, through books, through conversation, or sometimes not even talking at all. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, lifestyle ministry is, is another Amen. way to do that. You know, one of the things, because you're not a guest on the show, you're a co-host, one of the things I like to do, and I'll share my strategy with you as my fellow co-host, I like to take what uh, uh, um, the people that come on with me do and use that as a springboard for the listeners to encourage them. Like if uh, Christine and Kaz can do this, you, my listening friend, can do this too. Whatever that uh, means, it's a time for you to get uh, you know off the off the uh, bench or the uh, out of the pew and actually function as your uh, 
intended to be and do what you're intended to do by your creator. This is the time. So what I like to do, and, and you can throw this in as we go through our time together as well, saying, you know, this was some the way that I felt like you said you felt a little self-conscious about being uh, performing. Uh, but mm-hmm. God took that away because he gave you the vision about what it was going to be doing in the people's lives. My listening friend, you have an opportunity to do whatever your calling is too, and uh, because he's got big plans for you. Isn't that right, Christine Vallis? Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> it's taking the focus off of us, and when we're doing, when we're really doing everything onto God, we don't need man's approval because we have his, My. you know? And so... So it's just awesome, you know, because we're just a vessel, whether it's, you know, through cooking a meal or singing a song or, you know, counseling somebody, being a friend, you know, um, when we we're blessed to be a blessing. So it never ends with us. You know, it's we're 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 to receive from God and then and then open that up for other people to receive as well. So yes, yes, yes. Lots of stuff for us to do, you know, and lots of gifts. Often they're hidden. But yes. They're there, so we just need to ask the Lord, show us, you know, show me, Lord. Yep. Where, and, where can I? What can I do? And mm-hmm. we have lots of stuff that we're going to do in this broadcast as well. But before we do, yeah. I want to give you an opportunity to give some website information or Facebook contact information because people okay. need to take this from the radio that they're listening to and actually be able to translate it into a visual medium as well for you to actually show off some of mm-hmm. your teachings uh, and then also and uh, to. If you can show off your teachings, what do you hear off, hear off your <laughs> your music? So yeah. what websites or Facebook pages should they go to for that, Christine? Yeah, awesome. So on my website, it's my name, christineballas.com, Christine, with C-H, um, typical spelling, V-A-L-E-S.com. And on there, you know, I have um, chalkboard teachings, uh, even music videos, uh, lyrics, CDs, all that stuff. Also on YouTube, if you just Google my name in YouTube, Christine Vallis, I have a page there um, where you can find songs and, and other resources, um, you know, including the latest edition of his appointed times uh, for the new year. I've got lots of stuff available, um, just resources all to, to bring us closer to the Lord through music or through the written word just encouragement. So, and then Facebook. Yeah, I have a Facebook page too, his appointed times. And um, yeah. So there you go. You know, where you go? Well, my listening friend, just to give you an update on where we're going to go with this broadcast, I'm going to spend a little bit of time uh, with uh, Christine on this month. This month is one of the most vital months you will see on the Hebrew calendar, particularly this year, because uh, things that are going on in the news right now have already gone on in God's calendar. So when you realize what his calendar says, you can, you're not so surprised about the things that are coming to pass in the world today and in the United States today as well. So um, we're going to be dealing with that and the feasts and festivals, particularly this month, uh, ninth month in the Hebrew calendar, the month of Kiz. Many things going on there. But we're also in the second hour, we're going to delve into some of Christine Vallis, uh, her music, and she's going to be sharing some of those as well. So uh, about time for us to make a break here and come back for the next segment. But we're going to talk about what is this month, this ninth month again in the Hebrew calendar we're going to talk about? What is it called again? Kis- it's called Kislev. Kislev. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Right. And and who's the who's the tribe? What's the tribe that is identified with this? Ben Hamin. Ben Hamin. <laughs> so you heard it from mm-hmm. the Christine's mouth, and we're going to be dealing with That's that right. when Christine Vallis and I come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, my friends, back again. Come Together San Diego with my very special co-host, Christine Vallis, and she had a love for uh, Hebrew truths and and, and things that uh, uh, align in calendars and things like that. But she also has music, and he, and God would say, "Yeah, okay, go for it." And anything else mm-hmm. you want to tell me, let me know, and I'll empower that as well. So that's where you are, my friends, as well. But right now, Christine and I are in a month, uh, uh, the ninth month in the Hebrew calendar, called the month of Kislev, and it has many, many things in it uh, historically. So what can we know about this month called Kislev, Christine Vallis? Yeah. Well, thank you, Kaz. Yes, it's, you know, it's an exciting month. They're all exciting months on God's calendar, full of encouragement always, you know. And um, so here in Kislev, it is a month that's associated with darkness. And um, that's because of some of the things that happened in biblical history, but also even in the physical, you know, it's like the shortest days of the year that we're entering into and everything. Um, but in the middle of this month associated with darkness is a feast that is often re- referred to as the, the festival of lights. And that is the, the feast of Hanukkah. And so I think a lot of people, um, you know, Christians, non-Christians alike, have heard about Hanukkah. Growing up myself in New Jersey, you know, either you were um, Catholic or Jewish, you know, and but I, I often would feel bad for, you know, I remember thinking, oh, too bad they can't celebrate Christmas, you know. Hanukkah seems so boring compared to Christmas, you know, that was my mindset, um, you know, with everything. But, but, you know, but Jesus says he's come to give us life and life abundantly. And so we get to celebrate both, yes. you know. So, so um, when we realize that Jesus is in the center of all the feasts and festivals, you know, so, so it's really an awesome um, festival. And, you know, we want to share a little bit, like, about the history of it. Yes. You know, I think, you know, you look at the menorah in somebody's window, you know, or the Hanukkah, as they call it, um, and you look at that and you say, oh, well, I guess they just light it up every day, but maybe not knowing the history behind it. So I'll just touch a little bit, and Kat, you know, feel free to jump in in, uh, on details here. But, you know, um, during the time of the Second Temple, um, enemies came against the people of God, and they, they, their mission was to ransack and, and desecrate the temple. And what I've understood through history was that I always thought that, you know, they were in there, you know, the people of God were worshiping, and then suddenly the enemies came in and surprised them and took over the temple. But that's, that's not the case. From what I understand, um, little by little, the people of God just started— um, compromising Mm -hmm. and started to um, grow lukewarm. And so the enemy didn't have to barge their way in and take over. It was like the people of God just kind of said, okay, come on in, you know. And so it was little by little, um, the enemy, you know, just came in. And then before they knew it, they just took over and desecrated the temple. So um, there was a group 
of a um, mighty band of brothers called the Maccabees. Yes. And um, their name means hammer. And so they were not going to stand there and just watch the enemy come in and take over. They were that remnant that was like, no, no, we are going to stand up. We are not lukewarm. You know, we are hot for the, for the Lord. And so, so they, they, um, uh, recovered the temple and but they didn't do it in their own might i mean they were a small band of brothers so so they did it just as zechariah um chapter four says not by might not by power but by my spirit says the lord and even that whole portion talks about the lampstand and the oil and all that so you can check that out but so say so they they were able to get the temple back and then in the midst of the of all the destruction, they found one flask of oil, and that flask was used to light up the, the lampstand that was in the temple. And so they took that one flask, and they said, wow, this is awesome. Let's light up the, the lampstand here. And so the miracle of Hanukkah and the reason why, you know, people even light up the menorah in their windows is that it points back to that one flask of oil because it should have only lasted one day, but the miracle was that it lasted for eight. So, I mean, there's so much, um, you know, that we can get um, insight. That's the, that's the historical background. But then you say, okay, well, how does that apply to me, even as a believer in Jesus? And, um, I mean, there's so much that we don't want to be lukewarm, you know. Yes, yes. Um, God said he'll spit us out of our mouth, you know, be hot or cold, you know. So if you're a believer in Jesus, Come on, just stand up, you know, like yes. take it all or, or or take nothing, you know, all in or nothing. So we we want to um, we want to you know stand for for the word and even in um, that word Hanukkah, I should I should um, note means dedication. Yes. So it's a it's a feast of dedication. They rededicated the temples. So if we've never ded- dedicated our hearts to Jesus. You know, today is the day of salvation, and and we can now even rededicate our temples, our bodies, our minds, our dreams, our words, you know, our mouths, and and to be um, to to stand like the Maccabees, to stand like the lampstand, yes. and to allow the Spirit of God to light us up, to take action. You know, the Maccabees stood, and then they got instruction, war strategies from the Lord to take action. And and one of the main things that I really find uh, key is that they didn't find that one flask of oil and, and toss it. They didn't say, well, this isn't good for anything. You know, it, it's not enough. They didn't say that. They rejoiced in the little. Yes. So the Lord is saying, you know, when don't don't curse what what looks like not enough. Thank me for it. Bless me. You know, let me bless it, yes, and Christine. and I will multiply it before your eyes. So that's what I get out of Hanukkah. You know, yeah. that that's very mm-hmm. good because I was praying about this and that in particular before the show and. We're going to talk about this uh, in the next segment. We're going to talk about the present-day applications to this. But this, I'm uh-huh. going to kind of give this. I want your insight on this as well. You know, the Scripture talks about the five wise and the five foolish virgins. And uh, yeah. they all had some oil in their lanterns. Uh, but one uh, of the groups, ha- you know, the, the ten virgins, the five of them, uh, didn't have extra oil. And and one of the things that God wants us to do right now, in fact, we should have been doing it all along, 
uh, is buying oil now or whatever that means to you. The, in other words, opening yourself up for God's Holy Spirit anointing more than ever before. But some of the mm-hmm. times we might think, I just don't, I, you know, I've, I've purchased oil, but I don't have enough. I just don't have enough. Mm-hmm. Well, then your, your story of Hanukkah comes into play there because they didn't have enough either, but God sustained them. So even if you say, you know, I did, I be within my knowledge and capabilities, I've, I've, I, yeah, I, I bought oil, but it's certainly not enough to see me through the dark times that we are facing now. And then I, I believe that the Lord would say and comfort their hearts and say, you know, don't worry about that part. You've in your good conscience uh, and direction, you've, you've purchased the oil to the best of your ability. And even though it's not enough to sustain you through the fullness of the dark times, I will, you know, as I showed in my Hanukkah story, uh, I will pr- mm-hmm. present enough oil to see you through to the daylight time. So any thoughts on that? We've got about a minute or so Amen. before we have to change gears. Any thoughts uh, further on that, Christine? Yeah. Yeah, I love that with the ten virgins, and and also I'm reminded of the um, the woman with Elijah, right? Oh yes, who, who ran out of oil, right? And he said, "Well, bring as many containers as you can <laughs> and keep filling." And they kept filling, you know. So we don't want to limit God, you know, because because um, he he says he's given again life and life abundantly, and so. Um, He's got the the cattle on a thousand hills, and he's got Ooh, all like olive it. trees. You know, so so um, so his his supply for us again is to be blessed, to be a blessing, not just to have enough oil for our own needs, Ooh. but to have more than enough sure. to give to others. Because like then it. then that's it. Never stops at our own house, right? Always right for us and for others. So now you're what now, comes to mind. Now you're a co-host, so I'm going to ask you to do this as as one of the duties of a co-host right here. Uh, and okay. We've got about a minute left, so we have to go to uh, into commercial break and then come back. But as my co-host, would you mind speaking to our listeners? Uh, give about a you know thirty second or one minute encouraging word to them uh, right now from where they are in uh, uh, they're seeing a bunch of darkness in the real world right now and and impending mm-hmm. impending impinging darkness they don't know what to do about it they're doing the best that they can as far as the purchase of holy spirit oil or having holy spirit in them be a comforter to them in the next 30 seconds or so and then we'll go to a commercial break christine vallis okay all right well yeah you know i mean we shouldn't really be surprised that it's getting darker right jesus even said that but um you know if we walk with him we'll be in the light you know so I, my my encouragement to to listeners and even to myself is that um, even in the darkness, the, the the word says that even the darkness is light to him, oh. right? So so that's an encouragement. So as we abide in him, we will abide in his light, and then he calls us to be the light. So that and it will come automatically as we just stay connected with him. So we're, there's no striving with the Lord. We just rest, and then he will flow through us. So we just abide in him, Very and then we'll, we'll, we'll be the light. Very yeah. good. My friends, you heard it first from Christine Vallis, and we're going to talk about more about that, but also the present-day truths tied to this month of Kislev when Christine and I come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on KPraise. 
This is Rob Stark, pastor of Lampletter Revival Center. There's a time and a season we're entering right now where the new wine is being released and we all get to drink of it. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Cape Race with Kaz Taylor. Back again with Christine Vallis, one of my treasured co-hosts, because she talks about something mm-hmm. that is very near and dear to my heart, uh, the month's you know, Christine, you, I'm sure you use this often. In fact, I think I've heard you say this in Genesis uh, chapter 1. It talks about that God gave the sun, the moon, and the stars for, for signs and seasons, for months and for years. And so God's intent is to actually get all the stuff he gives us, even on the calendar, uh, in his calendar, are meant to enrich us and prepare us. So um, we're in a month called Kislev. We talked a little bit about the the... Uh, biblical truths in this month and the last segment. Now I wanted you to dive into what this means to us today. We talk about darkness and you look around in the news and you look around uh, even in your own neighborhood and there's maybe a threat of uh, people coming against your Judeo-Christian values. Uh, Talk a little bit about this month of Kislev uh, and how that truths written way back then has everything to do with today and tomorrow. Christine Vallis. Mm. Okay, yeah. Well, um, yeah, It like we said earlier, it is a month that's associated with darkness, you know, whether it's in the physical or with current events really happening. But um, so, so the Lord is so good to just encourage us. He kind of gives us a heads up, right, um, with his prophetic calendar saying, you know, you can expect this, you know, but never to, um, to discourage us, but to encourage us and say, okay, well, wait a minute, who is the Lord? Who is he? And who am I in him? Who does he say I am? You know? And um, so, so even in the midst of darkness, uh, even the darkness is light to him. And, you know, it says that the path of the righteous grows brighter Ooh, and brighter. Not the darker path of the justice is a shining light. It shines more and more into the perfect day. Oh, Christine, what a great scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that good? Yeah. God brought that to mind. I didn't come up with it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, so you know, as, that's why it's so important to get into his word because you know when you when you're in his word his his words are like seeds and they're planted and and over time you know they're going to start developing fruit and they'll start rolling off your lips because the holy spirit will bring scriptures to mind that you know in the midst of darkness you know he brings that scripture to mind and now that's encouragement that's life you know so, so a scripture like that, that's the reality, that's the truth, you know, of really what's going on in the spirit, where we're positioned in the spirit. So we really, guys, need to um, guard, I think, what we're reading, what we're hearing, what we're speaking, because if we're looking in the natural, we're going to start, you know, speaking in the natural or hearing in the natural or, you know, reading in the natural. But, you know, the Lord has good news. He has his words for us. And the enemy always wants to bring us into fear and all that. But, but really, you know, it's, it's his perfect love that casts out fear. So when we know that we're loved by God, when we get a fresh revelation that we're loved by God, his, his love will, will cast out that fear so that we will be able to walk through the darkness yes. as we abide in his light, yes. you know? So um, the other piece so, of the yeah. equation, uh, and I don't mean mm-hmm. to butt in here, but I'm butting no, in here. Butting. One of the <laughs> one of the pieces of the equation is because you see that these things are already foreshadowed and 
predicted or instructed in not only the scripture, but also the calendar, his calendar, um, his Hebrew calendar, then it means that he, he's not only aware of it, but it's within his plan. And he, and you, you and I are within his plan. So relax, you know, he's got this. You just have to Amen. entrust him. So, you know, you know, if you look at the newspaper or watch the TV, it's easy to realize the darkness into which we have fallen and, uh, give, give some, uh, uh, Kislev encouragement mm-hmm. to, to these things uh, mm. from your perspective, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of flips over to, um, another note I have in the month that, um, the, the word Kislev actually means to trust Ooh. and to hope. Yeah, and to have security in. So, you know, in times like this, um, you know, dark times or testing times, um, even, of course, what's happening in the in nation, in the world, um, it kind of really reveals where we have been putting our trust, yes. right? And we're like, whoa, I was trusting God over here, but I didn't realize I wasn't trusting Him over here. Yes. And so the Lord, in this month of darkness, will shine the light in those areas where we're not maybe fully trusting him and not to condemn us or not to say, not to yell at us and be like, what's wrong with you? No, (laughs) he says, Hey, look, look at this. This is an area where you're really not trusting me, but guess what? You can let me show you. And so let's turn from the flesh, you know, what we're looking at in the natural, trying to figure it out on our own. And let's turn to God, who he says we are, who he really is, you know, who his true nature is. And then we'll strengthen up that foundation and we will be able to trust him, you know, in those areas. So it's a blessing when the Lord shows us spots that we haven't been trusting in, because then he comes in and says, watch me, ask me to um, (laughs) reveal my great love for you so that we can be rooted and grounded in the love of God, as it talks about, you know, in um, what's that scripture, Ephesians 3 being rooted and grounded in his love to know the love of Christ, Mm. which surpasses knowledge so that we can be secure because we're never going to be secure in this, in the system. So if our security comes from God, let's strengthen up that foundation so that we can stand in any season. I love it. My, my co-host for this entire broadcast is Christine Vallis, V-A-L-E-S. And you can find out more about her by just simply going to a, a web search and putting in Christine uh, Vallis, V-A-L-E-S, all squished together, dot com, and you'll find her and uh, other ways to communicate with her and find out about her and her teaching. You know, I have been following her and her book, and uh, she calls it a calendar and a study guide called His Appointed mm-hmm. Times, and she's just come out with her new one as well. But I'm looking at the one that's still valid for a little bit longer now. Um, and I'm looking at this month called Kislev, and I'm smiling as I'm looking at it. She's she's also an artist, so she does chalk art, and so she 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 illustrates the the month in chalk and with drawings and things like that. And I'm like that, and I'm just looking at the bottom of it because it really ties to what I would like you to speak to as we uh, come to the near the end of this segment. At the very bottom, she's got a, a heart on each side bordering this phrase, and she goes, "Mercy in the midst of destruction." So one of the things we need to do, and we we're just she was just talking about this, but this phrase really jumped out at me as she was. T- teaching and talking mm-hmm. about this with us, and mercy in the midst of destruction. Would you like to speak to that briefly, uh, Christine Vallis? Mm. Sure, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's depicted there 
of course, in the Feast of Hanukkah, you know, in the midst of the destruction, mm-hmm. um, you know, the rebuilding, the rededicating of the temple, the oil, you know, just a picture of His Holy Spirit, you know, and, and you know, that also needing to be reminded that, you know, when the enemy comes against us, um, God is going to use it for good. And what what usually happens, you know, it talks about it in Proverbs all the time, that, you know, schemers and and and, you know, the devices that the enemy uses, they end up falling in the pit that they set themselves up in, Ooh, right? Yes. So, so, um, and, and so, you know, God is our great defense, and we can trust Him to be our great defender and, um, you know, and to have mercy over those places, you know, in those areas, you know, um, uh, where the enemy's coming against us. You know, we just resist Him, stand, and, and, and just allow the Lord to to be our defender, Ooh, I love and we will find that mercy. I love it. You know, one of the things that thrills me is we know that God is ident- the Lord is identified as the the uh, a lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah. But the enemy is identified yeah. as one like a roaring lion, you know, seeking whom he may devour. And the point of the matter is, when you confront the uh, enemy of God and God's kids, the one who's like a roaring lion with with the actual roaring lion of the tribe of Judah, and we're called to be his mm-hmm. cu- lion cubs anyway. Uh, when when yeah. when the enemy sees that you're serious and you have the serious God on your side, he kind of th- that darkness that he loves so much, he sneaks back into it because he doesn't want to be exposed by God's light. Amen. <laughs> and you know, uh, referring to that scripture, I remember studying that and the Lord kind of showed me as I was kind of meditating on that. And he says, you know, the enemy is like a roaring lion. And the Lord said, yeah, he's like a roaring lion, but (laughs) But, he's really, he's a roaring liar. He is. He's a liar. Yeah. 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 How do you spell the word lying? Lying. L is it? Yeah. How do you, L Y I N G. I'm trying to remember how you spell that as far as to tell you. L I A R. L I A A R is a liar. Right. So, you know, just a couple letters change I, it around, but he, you know, he just wants to try to deceive us. But you know, the reality is, is that he has no power over us. The only power he has is what we give him. Oh, so when good. we realize that that we really have the authority, we are on the upper ground. He is defeated foe underneath our feet. It's like, wow, we wow. have authority in Christ. You oh, know, my, so, my. you, you so know, that's that, our identity. The, yeah. the, the phrase you just used, authority in Christ, we're going to come back in the next mm-hmm. segment and we're going to talk about how God wants us to apply that authority. And I think we'll use yeah. one of the the, the key uh, character in this month of Kislev is the tribe of Benjamin. So I'm going to ask you to help us glean about the warrior Benjamin and how that relates to us in this month of Kislev and beyond when Christine, Vallis and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, back again with my special co-host, Christine Vallis. And she's a lover of God in many ways. Part of that love expresses itself in her study and growing understanding in the feasts and festivals and the calendar dates and times of the Lord. We're talking about that. But it also expresses itself in music, and we'll talk about that in the next hour. But this hour, we want to conclude this hour talking about the month of Kislev and the key family 
biblical family member, a tribal member in this particular month is the warrior called Benjamin. Why don't you speak a little bit about that? And, you know, I, I have been doing some study into Benjamin because I'm teaching this uh, as well. And one of the things I realized is when you think about the tribe of Benjamin, it has quite a portfolio of people within it, doesn't it? And you can we can use those sure th- those, those people as springboards into what is good, but also <laughs> ca- precautions into what has been wrong. So I'm going to hand the ball to Amen. you and the tribe of Benjamin as part of this month called Kislev. Christine? Yes, yes. I totally agree. Yeah, so we're going to learn a lot about um, the tribe of Benjamin. Yeah, so just a refresher, um, Benjamin was the 12th son of Jacob and Rachel. And so Rachel, as many of you guys know, in Genesis 35, you can read about it, where um, she was bearing him, and she actually died in childbirth, but she called out his name um, probably, you know, some of her last words, she said, I want to call him Ben-Oni. And that means literally son of my pain. Ooh. And so what What did Jacob do? He, he quickly came in and said, oh, no, he is not going to go down with a name like that. Mm-hmm. I am going to call him Ben-Hamin, which means son of my right hand. Mm. So I just love that. I, that is just so much hope because there's a lot we can just learn in that, in, in that alone. Yes. You know, um, the first thing is that I think about Jesus, you know, it's talking about him as a suffering servant, but then, you know, he comes and sits at the right hand of the father, you know, but really guys, this is our identity in Christ. You know, we were all born in sin, all born in pain, but then when we're reborn and by the spirit, what happens? Ephesians says that we're seated secure with him in heavenly places. So we're mm. right there. Yes. We're right there with Jesus as a right hand. So so that's our, our true identity. And and I just love saying Ben Hamin. <laughs> in <laughs> fact, people that I know who are named Ben, I like to just call them Ben Hamin because I like saying Ooh, that I word. But um but like you said, Kaz, yeah, there are many mighty warriors that we read about in the Bible and it's kind of fun to kind of look up and see, you know, hey, w- what tribe were they from? And so, Ooh. you know, I- I'd love to hear what you have to say, but I know there's Mordecai and Esther. Yeah, so that's a, that's you know, a biggie. They're part of the tribe. That's a biggie. Yeah. And of course, yeah. dur- and, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say Mordecai and Esther, um, and also um, King Saul and Saul, you know, who later became Paul. Yes. So, like you said, there are um, personalities... Uh, that we can see, you know, when 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 we give our identities and everything to God, or when we use them in the flesh. Yes, yes. You know, so how to how to um, how to walk one in, of, in the fullness of you, God. You mentioned one of them that I think is a very telling uh, analogy, and that is the the two Sauls in particular in in the Bible, the Saul. Uh, um, King Saul, you know, and also mm-hmm. Saul of Tarsus. Both of them were of the tribe of Benjamin, but one of them kind of fell prey to their own, uh, you know, their own image, basically, and and it, it cost him in in the end. That's uh, King Saul. But uh, Paul, who is called Saul of Tarsus, uh, came to the re- revelation uh, that uh, Jesus was who he said he was, and then that uh, Saul was turned into Apostle Paul. And so that that's a real encouragement mm-hmm. to all of us. You know, if we have some of the negative tendencies of Benjamin, like being, you know, a mighty warrior and knowing it and, and you know, 
touting that, uh, then God goes, yeah, you're only a mighty warrior because I'm the mighty warrior in you. And so mm. that's one thing. The other, the other two people that I thought were very interesting, but you know, obviously you can work, or three people that you can do the math and find that out. And that is Jonathan, the person whom uh, David loved uh, greater than a brother, you know, and also mm, right. Ma- Michael, the woman he m- married, uh, was also a, a Benjaminite. But it was interesting. I just found this out that uh, King Saul's uh, captain of the host, Abner was his uncle. So he was also of the tribe of Ooh. Benjamin as well. So <laughs> all, all these things. And of course, Abner in my in heart and mind and King David's as well was an austere and trustworthy man, even though they, had mm-hmm. di- they didn't line up together some of the earlier days, but he really stood his ground and stood for David as David pulled the 12 tribes together. So uh, the amazing truths there. And also, you, wow. you know, I see in your, in, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your chalk, chalk here, and you have uh, uh-huh. a bow and arrow up in the corner as well, and talking about Benjamin and, uh, yeah. and making your arrows shoot straight. And Be- Benjamin, you and I both know, one of their skill sets is they could do, uh, they could be, they could be b- battlers or warriors from either the right side or the left side. So this bow mm-hmm. and arrow and mm-hmm. sword became much more dangerous in the hands of a Benjamite. You want to talk a little bit about those things? Amen. Amen. Yeah, good point. Right. Well, and it's funny because as I was studying Benjamin, you know, um, his name, of course, like we said, means son of my right hand. But then through the scriptures, often you'll see that it's plainly noted. It'll say that they were left handed. (laughs) Yes. And like you said, yeah. So it's like, wait a minute, his name means right hand and then he's left handed. (laughs) So, um, but you know, that's, that's again, you know, um, really, I mean, when we're connected with the Lord, our identity, we're not just um, uh, working with our own selves. It's not just our flesh. Now we have the Spirit of God living in us, so we're supernatural. We can use left and right. It doesn't matter, you know? So, so we have the upper hand, really. Um, we, we have the supernatural power of God living us, living That's in true. us. So and I want you really to know, my listening friends, she just did a joke there mm-hmm. about having the upper hand. Yeah. I, she, she was so good yeah, with that. Yeah. She just slipped that in there. So, so I, but I, I recognize it, and thank you, Christine. Yeah, yeah. We do have the upper so, hand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so they were the masters of the bow and everything. And, and what, what Scripture um, pulled out, or jumped out at me is Psalm 18 that um, really connects with this month and the tribe of Benjamin and even, you know, connecting with the, with the masters of the bow and our identity. Um, it says, you know, for you, Lord, light my lamp. My Lord illuminates my darkness. He sets me on high places. He trains my hands for battle so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. Mm. You've given me the shield of salvation, and your right hand upholds me, and your gentleness makes me great. I love that. Oh, my, my, my. And that's definitely a scripture Uh that could relate to the the tribe of Benjamin as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things is I, I'm looking at, at Benjamin as I, I looked at his, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his life and lifestyle for a moment, for a while there, he, he was the, the 11 other tribes were vigilantly against him. Uh, and it, it, it cost Benjamin many of his his warriors. Uh, and then they made peace with one another as well. But um, so there, there's a time maybe mm-hmm. uh, that if you're embracing the tribe of Benjamin, sometimes other people who are, you know, 
in your religious environment, your Christian environment, uh, may see you as a threat. Uh, and, and maybe that's providential. Maybe they need to see you as a threat before they can see, like, like they saw Saul of Tarsus as a threat, and then he became the biggest proponent of the Christian faith, uh, one of the greatest authors that we've ever read. So um, mm, we've got, got, got about true. a minute and a half or so in this segment. How would you like to draw a close to the topic of Benjamin? And then in the next hour, we're going to deal with some of uh, Christine Vallis' music. <laughs> and we're going to love that as yeah. well. So would you like to draw a little clo- closing perspective mm-hmm. to uh, this month of Kislev yeah. and Benjamin? Yeah. yeah. Well, something that's jumping out at me now as I, as I look at King Saul and Saul and I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, um, of course, their names are very similar, right? Um, but um, but they they had two different destinies, right? Yes. yes. And so it's it's connected um, with the month again, and because this Kislev is the ninth month in the spiritual calendar, and the number nine is cre- is connected with a choice, to mm. you know, life or death. And so King Saul was the people's choice. They wanted a king like the other nations. And, you know, so he operated, you know, maybe in the beginning he started out in the spirit, but then he, he just operated. It was his choice where he just chose to walk by the flesh. Yes. Now, Saul in the New Testament, you know, um, he was walking by the flesh, but then because he turned to the Lord and God opened his eyes, he gave him light in the darkness, everything, um, you know, he changed his destiny by his choice. So it's free will. So we have the free will. God gives us the choice to trust him. So we can't say, Oh, you know, um, if someone would just give me a choice, we have the choice to make. And God wants us to choose him to choose life. So, Thank you. Yeah, so um, that's, that's my last thought on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friends, we've yeah. come up to the uh, close of this segment. The first hour went very quickly, didn't it, Christine? It did. Well, yeah. we're going to spend the next mm-hmm. hour talking about another anointing that you have, and it's called music, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. My friends, uh, Christine Vallis, uh, christinevallis.com, uh, find out more about her, but you're going to hear more about her when Christine and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos Poway, and K29CR Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. And back again with the second hour with my dear sweet friend from Georgia, Georgia, uh, Christine Vallis. How you doing, Christine? And I was, I sang that because we're setting up your singing uh, anointing here in this uh, in in the last hour. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit uh, about uh, singing and music and things like that. And your uh, God's given you an anointing to write stuff as well. I'm going to hand it to you, mm-hmm. and then we're going to get into an introduction of one of your four songs we're going to be playing in this broadcast. Christine Vallis. Well, thank you. And, you know, that Georgia song, um, uh, you know, when we moved to Georgia from New Jersey, I um, was playing at different venues here and there, and so I thought I, I should really learn that song. So that's a fun <laughs> thing, too. Yeah. You know, you always got to, you know, uh, um, you know, sing the songs of the land for the people, you know, Ooh, so, yes. so I, I, I have that in my repertoire somewhere, but, um, yeah. So, you know, um, 
the songs that the Lord has given me really have just been songs about my relationship with God and um, story songs and um, really just um, relationship with God and how he's encouraged me, how he encourages me through his word. And I, I know that Many people won't open up their Bibles, maybe, but maybe they'll listen to a song. Oh, that's know? right. So, so a lot of times when, I, when I'm writing, uh, and even writing these songs in the past, you know, I'm writing about my story, but I'm also thinking about people that don't know God and how, the, how this song might be the bridge to um, open up their understanding, open up their heart to even consider Him, you know? So... Um, so that's been, that's my heart, you know, just to point people to the Lord, you know, through whatever, whatever um, gift he's given me. Yes. Um, so, so um, yeah. this uh, first song, would you like me to talk about? Yeah, you're, you're calling it Masterpiece. Yeah. I had a chance to listen to it. I, yeah. My friends, as you listen to this song, buckle up, because this, this is going to take you to, to <laughs> places that perhaps you haven't been before. It's going to also show off <laughs> many of the skill sets of Christine Vallis. Uh-huh. So yes, Masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, what was the uh-huh. the, the the thoughts mm. behind this song and the delivery of this song? Yeah. Okay. So this is like a testimony song. This is a song um, where I know a lot of girls can relate, a lot of women, even men, you know, where you're looking at your outward appearance. You're looking at, you know, oh, you know, I'm not pretty enough or I'm not, um, I'm not like that girl on the magazine cover or I'll never measure up or, you know, and so. Uh, really um, going back to God's word and like, all right, wait, you know, the Lord is saying, who do I say that you are? You know? And so Ephesians, uh, the, the masterpiece title um, actually came from Ephesians 2.10. I think it might've been in the NIV translation where it says that, um, you know, we are his masterpiece created in advance um, to do the good works that he's called us to do. So, like, I, I was like, all right, Lord, I'm thinking I'm this way. But the Lord is saying, but I say you're a masterpiece. Mm, so are you, and I don't lie, you know? So, so agree with me, you know? Receive your identity. Believe me and not the world, what the world is telling you. So I think for, for me, this song kind of really highlighted how, you know, in Sunday school growing up, they're saying, you know, memorize the scripture, you know, well, why not just to get a gold star, but to, to know, to combat the lies in your life. You know, if, 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 if my own thoughts are saying I'm ugly or I'm not good enough, but wait a minute, no, memorize that scripture so that you can, you know, um, trash the lies with it, cut down, cut down the lies and know this truth. So the truth is, is that God sees us as a masterpiece, beautiful. And so we just want to agree with what he says. That's right. My, my, my listening friends. So (laughs) Christine Vallis is giving you the insights to the beginning of this. We'll come back after the song and talk a little bit about it before we do the break. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to introduce to you one of the uh, uh, showcase songs for Christine Vallis is titled Masterpiece. Ain't getting any clearer 
There you go, my friends. A beautiful song, a powerful song from Christine Vallis called Masterpiece. And I got to thinking about this. And when your life is in pieces, just know that God has made you into a masterpiece. Any thoughts on this song yeah. as we prepare for a break, Christine? Mm, well, I... I have to say, you know, it's a song that you want to sing to yourself, you know, (laughs) Um, and, um, you know, in the word, it says that he sings over us, you know, so I believe, you know, that this song he gave me, you know, didn't come from my own uh, genius or anything, that it's really his heart for us, you know, so he's singing over songs of us. And um, so the more we see the way, you know, he sees us, our identity, who we truly are. And even when we sing and declare, we change the atmosphere. So he calls us a a masterpiece. And so um, we don't want to call God a liar, do we? No, 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 (laughs) no, no. We are masterpieces. No, we want to agree. Yeah, so we are. So Lord, show me that I'm your masterpiece, you know. And um, so... So from the inside out, there you really, go. really. So I, I just pray this song is an encouragement to all who have heard it. Yes, but we have more of your music coming up in the remainder of the show. And uh, what's a little tease on the next uh, song we're going to be playing, uh, Christine? Oh, okay. The next song is um, called Evergreen. Yeah. Okay. And so and, um, we're gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. We're gonna have you tell. I mean, this is an enticing. Uh, 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 title. We're going to find out more about what evergreen means uh, in the life and times and life and days of Christine Vallis when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. I love the music of Christine Vallis, my friends. And you can find her at ChristineVallis, V-A-L-E-S dot com and find out more about her music and her beautiful writing of his appointed times calendar and workbook. So, Christine, uh, we've got another song you're going to be presenting to us. It's called Evergreen. A quick thought as we jump into that and we'll talk Mm -hmm. about it when the song is concluded. Yeah. So um, this song kind of was spurred on from just looking out my bedroom window and seeing evergreen trees in the middle of winter. And it just spoke to me that the Lord is saying, I am like that evergreen tree when everything else in your life seems dead. I am never going to fade. I am I am going to be with you. Well, well, and my listening friend, because we're entering into this month of Kislev, which is entering into this uh, time of snow on the ground in many states, uh, this is a good song for you. Let it take you from where you are and lift you up. Ladies and gentlemen, Christine Vallis and Evergreen. Turns to winter before my eyes again. My dreams they all keep falling like the leaves under my feet. One so full of color. Now they turn me back on me.
identify with at least pieces of the lyrics of this song. Uh, Christine, tell us a little bit more about this song. We have a couple minutes left before we go into the commercial break. Christine Vallis. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, again, like I said in the, in the beginning here, just where the Lord is, um, he says he's never going to leave us or forsake us. And um, I just was really comforted by looking upon his creation um, at that evergreen tree. And so, you know, that he really is standing with us um, through through the different seasons of our lives. You know, he will never um, change. And so that is, is such comfort. So, um, you know, um, I remember even writing this song. I actually got the chorus of this song first, you know, that he, you know, you're my evergreen Lord, you never fade away. And um, so as a songwriter, I thought, wow, okay, I've got the chorus, Lord. Where, how do I get to the chorus with these verses? And um, so it was a really fun song to write um, because as I thought about, you know, just just nature and um, just every, it seems like everywhere I was looking, I could see parallels in nature, you know, like when the leaves fall from the trees, you know, kind of like, it seems like it's over, but the Lord says, no, I'm going to bring back the spring in your life and resurrect it. So, um, so, you know, really, you know, um, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord and everything points to him, all the, all his creation. So, um, so it, it was, I, I just pray that this song is just, um, just a picture of the hope that we can put our trust in God, you know, and, and the truth that he will never leave us or forsake us. And, and also, you know, what I think, too, is that not only is that his identity, that he is evergreen, but I'm, I'm just now even reminded of, I think it's in Proverbs or Psalms, where it says that the righteous will be like like even the palm tree Ooh. that's planted in the courts of the Lord that will, that will be... Um, green in all seasons, you oh, know, and they'll it. produce fruit. Even even until their old age, they will be full of sap, you know. So, <laughs> so right? I, I love, love it. that, right? I love yeah? it, too. Yeah. I, I'm going to so put a little challenge on you here, because we've been talking about oh, the month of Kislev, okay. and uh, it mm-hmm. seems to me like the, the topic of evergreen is t- could be tied to the month of Kislev, because you talk about hope and things like that. That's, that's one of the... Yeah 
phrases you use when you talk about Kislev. Connect Kislev with Amen. your song called Evergreen in the next oh, minute or so. Okay, yeah. Well, you know what? It's, it's, it's a great um, song that kind of matches up with the month when I think about it because, you know, again, relating with the tree and then I can't think about um, or I can't help but think about the vine and the branches, yes. you know, abiding in me. Um, because and, and what about we're grafted in, you know, we're grafted into him and, and that trusting and being resting and secure. And then, you know, for those of us that do put up a Christmas tree, you know, um, I remember the first time, you know, seeing a Christmas tree kind of after writing this song. And I thought, there he is. There you, you know, <laughs> I love it. The Lord, you yes, know, yes, yes. You know, so um, so we don't have to, you know, look at everything and say, oh, that's pagan, or oh, we throw that out. Lord says, hey, I can, I can, I'm everywhere. I can, re- I can you know, redeem. Wanna, I can redeem that. Yeah, redeem. Ooh, I love it. Amen. Well, yeah, well, Christine so Ballas, evergreen. We're going to mm-hmm. spend some more time on a couple more songs of yours in the remaining segments of the broadcast. My listening friend, I want you to know that uh, God's got many plans for you. It may not be exactly like Christine has. God has Christine doing her thing, but you have exquisite mm-hmm. skill sets and anointings as well. And we're, our, our encouragement, Christine and I, as we co-host the show, is to encourage you to dig deep and find those and allow God to blow on them to, so you can be all you've been called to be. My listening friend, uh, we're going to be going to a break right now, and Christine Ballas is going to be back with me in the last segments of the show as well and share, as I like to say, I don't get much chance to say this because I'm not a disc jockey, because we will be back with much more music. Christine Vallis and, and Cass will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Sines from uh, Red Seal Ministries. I just bless you and ask you just to receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego. Come together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Don't you just love it, my friends? My co-host for this entire two-hour period of time, Christine Vallis. We've been talking a little bit about the month of Kislev, the ninth month in the Hebrew calendar, and how it is a dark time, but how God wants to take that dark time and use it for your good. And so uh, I love this particular uh, song. I've been listening to it, and the heart behind it is called um, Oh to Be the Moon. Tell us a little bit about the inspiration of this song, Christine Vallis. Mm, Yeah, well, you know, um, just, uh, again, looking at God's creation and, you know, being still and know that, know that I am God, right? If we're still enough, we can see him everywhere, I think. And, um, so just meditating and looking at the moon and just considering that, wow, you know, the only reason why I can see the moon is it, it's just a reflection of the sun, Ooh. you know, and, um, it doesn't have any light of its own. And so I thought, gosh, that's, that's who we are, you know, in Christ, we, we, in our own flesh, we, we don't have anything, but when we um, connect with him, that's when we light up. That's when we have purpose. But so, um, so the moon comes to life when it connects with the sun and it's the same thing with us. So um, that's the background. Yeah. Oh, I love Mm -hmm. it. So how, how does this, you you know, uh, it's funny how, you know, the moon plays such a role as we look at the, the, 
yeah. Hebrew calendar, the sun, the moon, mm-hmm. and the stars, all the, all these things play a key role. So, you know, even though maybe you weren't thinking about uh, the Hebrew calendar when you wrote Oh, to be the moon, mm-hmm. but the truth of the matter is the moon plays such a big, big role in God's plans for his kids. And, you know, as I listen to you singing this song, your heart is on your sleeve on this song. It really is. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And I appreciate uh, the, the, the lyrics and, and the, the, the song speed is slow. So you can really allow the words and the music to saturate your spirit and your soul. So my listening friend, mm-hmm. uh, let's spend just a little bit of time listening to this song from Christine Vallis. And it is called, Oh, to be the moon. But also I want you to garner information from this song and make it part of you as well. So Christine Vallis and a song called, Oh, to be the moon. to be the moon is what I want to be to be a mirror way up high and to be the moon I'd be set apart shining brightly in a dark blue sky
To Be the Moon, written and performed and presented by Christine Vallis. My, my, my. Uh, what are your thoughts as you reflect on this? And I say reflect as a kind of a tease because the moon is a reflection <laughs> of the sun. But what do you think about yeah. when you reflect on this, in particular as it relates to the month into mm-hmm. which we find ourselves, the month of Kislev? Yeah. Christine? Yeah. Yeah, well, I just can't help but think about, you know, the month that we're in, the month of Kislev related with the darkness and, you know, just looking at these lyrics again, shine, shine, shine with a light. That's not my, not my own, you know? So, um, and, and the only way we can make it through the darkness is if we're created to the light of the world. Right. And so, so I'm, that's hope, that's excitement. And, and, you know, not just, again, not just for our own past, you know, it talks about this song really personal, um, you know, how the Lord's word, you know, um, is a lamp into our feet and, and a light unto our path and illuminates the darkness in our own personal life, right? Um, so that we can see, right, where we're going, you know, um, with the Lord. And, and then to be a light to others, you know, to, to help people get out of the darkness and show them the other, there's a path of light that, that, that Jesus offers, you know, the way, the truth, and the life, and the light. So, um, so that's encouraging. And, and the other thing is that, guess what? We don't have to generate the light, you know? It's like, oh my gosh, it's so dark. Um, who's going to pay the electric bill to light this place <laughs> up, you know? The Lord did, you know? So we just tap into the light. It's nothing that we generate ourselves. We just plug in to the power of the Lord. Mm. And so that's encouraging, you know? It's, it's, his burden is, um, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. So literally, and, and so um, as we abide in him, his light will shine forth. We don't have to generate it ourselves. We just abide in him. Wow. So I'm encouraged. Yeah. Me, me too. Mm-hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> words of wisdom from the <clears throat> singer and musician and writer of this song, Oh, to be the moon. We got another song and more from Christine Vallis when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. 
Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Hi, welcome back to Come Together San Diego with my co-host Christine Vallis, as in Christine Vallis, V-A-L-E-S dot com. You can find out more about her and her wonderful book called His Appointed Times. The new version is available now. You can find that on her website and order it from there. It is remarkable, and it's going to gently immerse you into the feasts and festivals of God in the days of the weeks and the years as well. So uh, I want you to go there and check that out. But also, I want you to find out more about her music. And this is the last segment, Christine. It goes fast, doesn't it? Yeah, right. The music goes on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the music goes on. And so this, Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about this song. Uh, It's an endearing title. It's called Princess. But tell us a little bit about this, Mm -hmm. and then we'll play the song and talk about it at the close as well. Christine, what was the uh, inspiration behind this song, and what can our listeners look for so that they can glean from it? Lay it on us, Christine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was just reminded. I was like, wait, how did I even write this song to start with? And I just remembered. It's been a while. Um, But you know what? It was a cover of a magazine. It was um, Discipleship Journal. I don't know if anybody out there ever got that magazine. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But it was an awesome magazine no longer in publication, but they had awesome artwork, Christian magazine, and on the cover was a, it looked like a fairy tale. It was um, a scene of a castle in the distance, you know, with the flags blowing from the top, and that pathway, you know, up on the hill, and it was just just dreamy, you know, and I remember looking at that and thinking, wow, well, wait, you know, that's, that's the king's palace, and I'm the king's daughter, so I'm the princess, Ooh. and so so that's that's how the song came to be. And it's a sweet um, little uh, song here. You'll hear the melody is very, um, I don't know, just princess-ish, I should say. Um, but, you know, it's really um, a song about our identity in Christ and learning our identity in Christ, because most of us look at ourselves in the natural, and meanwhile, the Lord is saying, no, um, you have a new identity, in me and and your royalty but you may look at yourself in the natural and not think so but again this is who i say that you are um don't look at yourself in the natural you know you are a daughter or son of the king you have royal garments you know all these things so the lord just gave me um just lyrics to kind of put to music to um just sweetly um, portray how um, how a, a girl or a guy can look at themselves in the natural, and then God is saying, no, 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 you're more than that. Ooh. You are royalty. This is your true identity. Oh, my. So uh, without mm-hmm. any further uh, discussion at the front, let me introduce you to a song by Christine Vallis called Princess. Once upon a time, not so long ago, there lived a princess, but she didn't know her heart was on earthly pleasures There was a king in the land Who called upon her hand His heart was on heavenly treasures And he saw she could be Cause he 
What an endearing song. Christine Vallis, mm-hmm. uh, we're at the close of the show, uh, so it's time for us to kind of knit everything together. So I'm going to hand it to you. We talked about a lot of stuff, the month of Kislev, the ninth month in the Hebrew calendar. Yeah. And, and we talked a little bit about Hanukkah as well. All these things have truths not only for the yesterday, but for the today and for the tomorrow. Handing it to you, Christine. Yeah, thank you, because this has been so much fun um, doing this doubleheader with you. I am blessed, so blessed. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, you know, just a, a just a wrap up on Princess again. I think it ties into with the month talking about our identity in Christ. So I just pray that uh, these songs have just encouraged the listeners out there. Thank you guys for for hanging with us and tuning in. And um, yeah, so so you know when we really get a grasp on our identity in Christ and who he is and how much he loves us, you know, we, we can be bold. We can, we can have confidence in the dark, you know, in in what's going on. And yeah, yeah. We can have confidence in him because God is for us. He's not against us. I mean, he's given us everything that we need when you think about it. I mean, 
we are royalty, you know, and we have all the treasure. Um, we have, we're, we're, we're fully loaded, as I've heard it said, you know. So, so we can walk through um, this month and we can walk through the rest of this year into all of our days um, abiding in him. And the path of the righteous grows brighter and brighter. And so I'm encouraged just by um, just reminding myself who I am in the Lord and, and how he's going to lead me by his word. And so I pray that this time um, has encouraged the listener. And also want to share um, just about the dates in case people really want to enter into Hanukkah. Um, it's going to start next week, um, December 10th um, in the evening. If you want to um, break out the Hanukkah and light it up, and, and you will be encouraged um, as, the, as the Hanukkah grows brighter and brighter. I believe it's a, a picture of our identity and our victory in Christ. Oh, my. So Christ- I'm excited with the season. Christine <laughs> Vallis, thank you so much for joining. What a great uh, two-hour show and inspirational as well. And the closing message is in- invaluable, and that is, even though it may be dark and there's going to be challenges and even warfare ahead, know that God is the Lord himself, is the captain of the host, and he's got this. All you need to do is listen and obey. Christine, once again, yeah. your website uh, is christinevallis.com. Is that right? Amen. And that, can, is, that is it. And they can find all the good stuff there, at least a way to find out more about you. So yes, uh, a 20-second mm-hmm. parting thought as we say goodbye to our listening friends. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to miss you guys. I feel like I've been on here for so long. <laughs> We're going to try to entice you to get to San Diego and share your music Ooh, yeah. and, and your uh, his appointed times as well. My listening friend, what a great show this has been. Uh, it's an honor to have Christine Vallis with us. And you know, Come Together San Diego, our heart cry is to communicate God's plans to and through you. See you next week. God bless. Cast Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise.